Dwight D. Eisenhower was in the Oval Office the last time that national cattle inventory numbers were as low as they are today. From Virginia Farm Bureau, this is Cattle Pulse, your monthly update on the Virginia feeder cattle markets, the national trends that affect them, and stories of cattle producers from around the Commonwealth. I'm Elijah Griles. And from Appalachia to the Eastern Shore, we're excited to have you tuned in. Welcome to the February episode of Cattle Pulse. I'm so glad that you've decided to join us. We're going to be talking about some of the basic fundamentals of supply and demand as it relates to the national cattle inventory later. But first, I want to touch on some very exciting news, which is our weather and climate update. 99% of the state is drought free. This is great news because just last month, only 32% of the state was drought free. That 1% is in Scott, Lee, and Wise counties, which are currently abnormally dry. So all of the rain and snow that we saw in January really helped to ease those dry conditions that were being experienced all across the state. Now looking ahead to February, the NOAA Climate Prediction Center shows equal chances for above or below normal temperatures in February, as well as above or below normal precipitation. So what that means is we could see a pretty average February in terms of the temperature and precipitation. When we think about feed availability this time of year, we're always thinking about hay. So I thought it'd be good if we take a look back at what happened in 2023 as it relates to our December 1st hay stocks. USDA National Ag Statistics released their hay stocks report on the 12th of January, and this showed a rebound from last year's 50-year low national hay stocks in 2022. Now, despite drought throughout the late summer and fall in large hay-producing parts of Virginia, the December 1st, 2023 Virginia stocks were 3% higher than last year. Now, statewide, all hay acres were up 16%, with 1.15 million acres harvested, which is substantial increase from 1 million acres harvested in 2022. Production totals were at 2.464 million tons, up from 2.133 million tons in 2022. Now, we saw a large increase in the acreage and the tons produced, but we did not see a similar level of increase for those haystocks, and I believe that's due to the drought that we experienced in the fall in the western regions of the state that was slowly making its way eastward, and that resulted in a lot of producers feeding hay sooner, cutting into that higher production that they saw, and thus our only 3% bump in December 1st haystocks, even though we had hay acres and production up about 16% in 2023. Let's talk about the feeder cattle futures. The March contract stands at $242.60, which is up 8.43% from last month. The April contract is at $248.35, which is up 8.26%. The May contract comes in at $253.80, which is up 7.97% from a month ago. 
As you've probably noticed, we are seeing huge increases in these feeder cattle futures contracts, but I do just want to take a moment to talk about risk management. Now, we've talked about this on the show before, but it's important to remember that even though we've seen this incredible strengthening as we've moved throughout the month of January, and a lot of this also has to do with the cattle inventory numbers that we saw, we still haven't reached those life of contract highs that we saw in mid-September of last year for these contracts. So whenever there's strength in the market, it can be a good time to go ahead and lock in your price risk management tools like livestock risk protection in order to be able to capitalize on that market strength for your operation. Now, let's get to what we have all been waiting for. The National Cattle Inventory Report showed that cattle reached their lowest number since 1957, with beef cattle the lowest since 1961. United States all cattle and calves on January 1st, 2024, came in at 87.16 million head, which is 2% lower than the 88.8 million head we saw in 2023. Beef replacement heifers were down 1% from a year ago to 4.86 million head nationally. Virginia's all cattle and calves, however, did not follow this trend, increasing to 1.32 million head, up 2% from a year ago, with our beef cow replacement heifers up 9.7% to 79,000. There's also good news that only 35% of cattle areas are in moderate drought this year as opposed to 45% of last June, and only 15% of those are in severe drought as opposed to 20% last year. And as we noted before, Virginia's seen this incredible drought relief over the past couple months, and this positions our producers to be able to capitalize on the market opportunities that there are because we're already beginning to see some of those expansionary signs in the Virginia cattle industry, which are not being reflected nationally yet. This could mean that there are more feeder cattle available for sale in Virginia, and as long as those Midwestern feedlots and other feedlot producers in the region are looking for those cattle, this could contribute to continued high prices. To break all this down for Virginia, let's take a look at our monthly averages from our feeder cattle markets. Abingdon Tri-State came in at $252.03 in January, which is up 14.57% from last month. Blackstone was at $242.67, which is up 21.6%. Lynchburg is at $249.63, up 12.4%. Radiant checks in at $257.17, which is up 8.36%. Shenandoah Valley is at $260, which is up 20.92%. Winchester is at $251.21 a hundredweight, which is up 14.8% from a month ago. 
The six market average for Virginia was $252.12 a hundredweight, which is up 15% from last month. Our six market average from a year ago, January of 2023, was $166.79. So this month's average of $252.12 a hundredweight is a 51.2% increase from that number. So there's incredible strength that is going on in the Virginia feeder cattle markets, with the national feeder cattle markets, and of course, the low cattle inventory is contributing to that. I do want to mention our January 19th cattle on feed report because we saw a significant dip as we moved throughout the fall in those feeder cattle markets, and I know a lot of you all felt that even at our local markets here in Virginia. The January 19th cattle on feed report showed that total feedlot inventory was 11.93 million which is 2.1% higher than last year and is also larger than the 11.68 million that we saw in December. The question is, when will all of these cattle on feed get a move on? Feedlot placements have started to balance out with December being down to 1.704 million, which is uh, about 4.5% down from 2022. But inventory of cattle on feed over 150 days, over 120 days, and over 90 days is still sharply higher. With that backup of cattle on feed that affected some of our cash prices here in Virginia in the later months of 2023. So with lower placements happening in December, we're starting to see some of that working out. But I will note these high prices um, are contributing to an increase in imports. They're up 11% in November and December year over year. Thank you so much for joining us for this month's episode of Cattle Pulse. It's great to be with you, and I'm excited to continue unpacking the trends and factors that are affecting um, the national market as well as our markets here in Virginia. We're definitely going to keep our pulse on the issues that are going on, and we look forward to featuring some guests as we move into the rest of the year. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Elijah Griles, and we will talk to you next month. Mm-hmm.